Hey everybody, welcome to Renewing the Center. This is Chris and I am so glad to be with you as we continue our daily lectionary meditations in the Anglican Book of Common Prayer. Uh, just as a reminder, um, the readings that I engage come from the 2019 Anglican Prayer Book. You can access it online and there's also a really cool app that is for free and um, I believe it's just entitled uh, Daily Office. If you Google um, 2019 prayer book app, you can probably pull it and you'll access the readings digitally as well as simple formats for devotionals. Um, it's a really cool tool, one that I use um, every day to read my Bible. So today's reading is from Psalm 131. It's a very short psalm, just four verses I'm going to read and then we'll pray and then just spend a few minutes um, reflecting on the Word of God today as we look for uh, the renewing work of Jesus uh, to happen in our lives. This almost says, O Lord, I am not haughty. I have no proud looks. I do not occupy myself with great matters or with things that are too high for me. But I have stilled and quieted my soul like a weaned child upon his mother's breast, so is my soul quieted within me. O Israel, trust in the Lord from this time forth forevermore. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, I pray that you would give us... Um, insight today into the Bible. Uh, more specifically, I pray that you would give us insight as we read our Bibles into our own lives, God, that you would give us a, a template or a, a vision for what growth looks like. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Steve Cuss, who is uh, an author, he wrote uh, Managing Leadership Anxiety. He actually has a podcast by the same title, so a great podcast. He talks a lot about being a right-sized version of yourself. And I really love that line of thinking. He, he exhorts us not to endeavor to be bigger than we are or smaller than we are. And depending on our personality and, and our trauma in childhood, some of us, like me, we tend to puff up or rise up, try to get bigger in order to meet challenges. Others of us um, tend to disappear to get smaller as a way to navigate difficulty. And the psalmist seeming to speak to or anticipate places where we'd either puff up or shrink down based on our personality. Now, mainly he mentions puffing up, this idea of being haughty or proud or trying to reach for lofty things is probably just because that was his personality, where he was tending to be. Um, he speaks to us about another way, um, learning to be at rest, at ease, uh, learning to trust. And I believe that in order to get into the space that um, he's speaking to here in this psalm, Psalm 131, we have to know who we are, how we're wired, and regardless, we have to know where our limitations are. When the psalmist says, I do not occupy myself with great matters or with things too lofty for me, he's basically saying, don't try to fake it till you make it. Now, maybe the other side of this um, would be uh, not engaging deep thinking or conversation around meaning at all for fear of looking stupid. So you've got on one side someone who would maybe fake it till they make it, which is kind of my life story, just concerning myself with things too lofty, getting in over my head in a conversation. And then on the other side, you might have the unnamed, but I think equally valid temptation, depending on our personality, which is to disappear altogether from meaningful or um, difficult ideas or conversations for fear of being exposed as a fraud or stupid or ignorant. Yeah. 
basically the psalmist is saying, I, I want to have a right-sized understanding of where I belong. So I hope you can hear from me that though he's naming, don't go beyond where you should go. If your tendency is to not go far enough, there's an invitation here for you. It's more of an implicit invitation, but it is an invitation nonetheless. I, I remember once um, John Hunley, who is a, a, a friend and a parishioner at Trinity, a member of our church, he had, had spent time as a child in um, Kentucky where I did my doctoral work at Asbury Seminary. And I was going up for one of my doctoral intensives and he uh, said, I want to introduce you to a friend of mine and I, I, I think they're going to invite you over for dinner. And I was like, that's awesome because, you know, in Kentucky he was eating um, really bad fast food, basically nonstop. So I was invited over to the family of a man named Dr. Dennis Kinlaw. And as I was walking to their house, um, well, first I'll tell you this. John said, Dr. Kinlaw was a professor at Asbury University for many, many years, and he's brilliant. Uh, and he said, one thing you need to know about Dr. Kinlaw is if he asks you a question, answer the question as honestly as you can. Don't pretend, don't fake, don't act like you know what he's talking about if you don't know what he's talking about. Don't act like you know something if you don't know it. So I was a little scared. I was like, oh my gosh, okay have a right-sized understanding of myself, basically, is what John was exhorting me to do. And as I was walking to their house, which is just outside of Wilmore, Kentucky, it's a, a little nothing town. I think at the time there was like one red light, probably still true. I was walking through the campus of Asbury University, and I saw a giant building, and it was called the Kinlaw something or other. And I thought, oh, goodness, that's that guy's name that I'm about to go meet. And when I went into their home, he was just amazing, a lovely man, very old, advanced age. He's since gone to be with the Lord, I'm sure. And he didn't ask me any trick questions. But I went into the conversation knowing that I was in the presence of a person of deep, deep substance, of deep integrity and profound intellect. And I knew that I needed to be a humble and right-sized version of myself. And it was so instructive for me because essentially that's what the psalmist is saying. Know who you are and show up as a right-sized version of who you are. Don't pretend to be bigger, or I would, I would suggest also don't pretend to be smaller. Don't be more than, don't be less than you're meant to be in a situation. Learn how to know yourself and refrain from putting on an image that's not authentic to where you are in your season in life. And so for me, that's meant learning to say phrases like, I don't know, I'm not sure, I'm sorry. I was just in a pastor's group um, the day I'm recording this with um, white, black, and brown pastors, um, people, African-American, Latina, uh, and, and a number of, of colleagues um, that I've known for a really long time, and we're building relationship. We're getting to know one another across denominational church and racial lines, gender lines as well. And I was aware in the meeting today that the most important thing you can do is to be a humble, self-aware, right-sized version of yourself in those kinds of conversations because it's when real people meet real people that God is pleased, I believe. And so one of the things that the Lord is working in me and continues to work in me is embracing my own limitations. 
not concerning myself with things too lofty for me, not being haughty, not overreaching or overfunctioning. And for me, the acceptance or embracing of limitations has been a process. Um, if left to my own devices, I would try anything. I would try to press beyond my own capability in order to, to be good or to get something done or to be faithful. And what the Lord is teaching me, and I think what this psalm names is, you just need to know who you are and where you are and not pretend or strive to be more than you are. And I would say the same message is true if you tend to be less than you are. I think of it this way. If you have a Cocker Spaniel, a smaller dog, and you want it to be big, and you feed it and feed it and feed it, it's not going to become a big dog. It's just going to be an unhealthy little dog. Conversely, or similarly maybe, if you have a St. Bernard and you want it to be small and so you starve it, you're not going to end up with a small dog, you're going to end up with an emaciated giant dog. We have to know who God's made us to be and be the most healthy version of what that is versus trying to be something or someone bigger or smaller than we're meant to be. And so one of the things that the psalmist does then is names this gift of embracing reality. He says, I've learned to be still and to quiet my soul like a weaned child at his mother's breast. And that picture of a weaned child, so a child who is no longer nursing, so therefore the baby is able to have her head on her mother's breast without pulling on the mom, just being at rest, not desperately searching for the breast and the nourishment, just a sense of withness. That image of being at rest in contact versus needy in contact is an image, I think, of what the Lord wants us to all hope for and hold. And it's no coincidence that the psalmist ends with the word trust. Teach us to trust in you. O Israel, trust in the Lord from this time forth forevermore. I believe the Lord wants us to learn incrementally how to place the weight of our lives on him. That's all trust means. It's to place the weight of your life upon. So every time you sit in a chair, you're trusting the structural integrity of the chair. You're, you're placing your weight on it. And we've joked about this at Trinity. Um, if I'm always sort of halfway trusting, so to halfway trust a chair, right, would be to put, you know, one cheek on the chair, another in the air, and the weight of your feet firmly on the ground. To truly trust the chair, you sit back in it, even to the point that you could pick your feet up off the ground. That's trusting that the chair will hold your weight. So similarly, when we learn to trust God, we learn to put the whole weight of our lives on Him versus holding some back in reserve that we keep within our own power. I believe the Lord wants us to know how we're wired, to know where our limitations are, and to become a right-sized version of ourselves so that we will increasingly be at rest, not striving, not grasping, not desperate, and increasingly able to trust, to place the weight of our lives upon Him. God bless you. I pray that you would go in peace. We'll see you when we see you. Amen. Amen.